Hi, this is Elaine. We've hosted guest experts on impactparents.com every week since 2011. And since 2017, they've been podcast style interviews. Now we're dipping into those archives to share these fascinating conversations with leading world experts on the Parenting with Impact podcast. Welcome to the Parenting with Impact podcast with your hosts, Elaine Taylor-Klaus and Diane Dempster, co-creators of ImpactParents.com, an online community, award-winning blog, and service organization, helping parents all over the world to raise complex kids become capable, independent adults. Elaine and Diane are certified coaches with personal experience raising children with challenges such as ADHD, anxiety, and more, and extensive experience in guiding parents to raise their complex kids with confidence and calm. On the podcast, Elaine and Diane interview experts, bringing you cutting-edge information about your child's challenges, teach you real-life strategies to create lasting change, and demonstrate how coaching can guide you to parent your complex kids one conversation at a time. For the essentials of Elaine and Diane's coach approach to parenting, download a free tip sheet at impactparents.com slash podcast. Welcome, everybody. It's Elaine Taylor-Klaus with Impact ADHD, your online resource for parenting complex kids with all kinds of issues. And I am here today with a new colleague and friend of ours, Jen Cohen, who runs a company called Launchpad Education. Which off- And Jen, welcome. It's really nice oh, to have you here. It is so nice to be here. I'm so glad that you had me on. Yeah, me too. Let me tell you guys, I invited Jen to join us, and as I said, she's, she's a new colleague, because we published some, some information that was not as current as it needed to be, and she called it out and gave us some updated information, and I liked her style. I liked the way she reached out and said, wait a minute, here's more stuff, and really knew her stuff. So we always like to honor and reward people who ask for help, and similarly to honor people who are willing to take that leadership and say, wait a minute, you got to get this right. And yeah. we rely on people like, like Jen to keep us honest, because we know a lot about parenting complex kids and how to take a coach approach and behavior therapy and all that, but we are not experts necessarily in the nuances of the legal ramifications and the tutoring and all of that related to, to their education. So Jen, as I said, is the lead tutor of Launchpad Education, which offers specialized online test prep tutoring for students with learning disabilities and ADHD. So as you can imagine, that's a pretty good fit for us since everything we do is online and on the phone, mostly. Mm-hmm. And she is a frequent conference and webinar presenter, has been featured on Good Morning Texas. I love that. And is involved with the Texas affiliate of the Learning Disabilities Association of America. So, Jen, welcome. We're, gra- we're really glad to have you. Oh, I'm so glad to be here and, and talk about what I do and my kids that I love. And so this is just perfect for me. Yep. Love it. So what we're going to talk about today is how to find good test prep for kids with LD and ADHD. And, and as we all know, all of the traditional sort of advice out there in the world that we parents get needs to be sort of tweaked and modified when our kids have complex issues like learning disabilities and ADHD. Yes. And, and test prep is no exception. Um, not all test prep looks the same for our kids. Not all tests look the same. Our kids tend to do better with one or the other, depending on the child. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what's involved with good, what makes for good test prep for this audience and then how to find it. Sure. So just like you know, every other resource that a parent of an ADHD or LD child 
searches. You know, I find parents spend so much time looking for the right doctor, you know, yeah. or the right school or, you know, the right supportive services of one sort or another. And they really are looking for the right person or facility that fits with their child's exact needs. Uh, but what I've found over time is that parents either, it doesn't occur to them to look for the best test prep for their student, despite all of these other learning needs, um, or they are so maybe overwhelmed by the idea of the SAT or ACT and that it's really intimidating and they kind of don't know where to start as far as finding someone who really can work with their kid. Well, you know, while, while we're sort of laying out, stating the case for the challenge on the parent side, let me just pitch in as someone who's gone through this quite a few times mm -hmm. as a parent. I think we also don't realize how much is involved with getting support and accommodations on these tests and how long it can take. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of us often start late. Yes. Right. Maybe yes. that's because we have our own issues, but I think more it's because there's nobody saying getting accommodations is not like getting a 504. It's a different process and it takes effort. And so there's a, there's a whole other sort of education around the standardized test realm that we may be exhausted to try to learn by the time we get to this point. Yeah, yeah, no, and I, I think you're completely right, and I, I think there's probably some procrastination that happens both on the parent side and the student side. You know, kids are, they don't want to put the time into this. They have so many other things on their plate, plus well, it's a little scary. Well, and they do. They have, they're, you know, when they're struggling so hard just to get through school, the notion that somehow I'm going to add extra school to their yeah, lives seems absolutely. a crazy yes, um, yes when it's already so hard right mm -hmm. no I completely agree and really part of something that I can add right now to, to the discussion is that I love it when families are planning far enough ahead that they get started during the summer and because they are started during starting during the summer we can get a lot of work done when there's nothing else happening with this kid's you know, life, and they can focus on it for a period of time without having the intrusions of school. So right. I actually, unless they're call. in summer school, which a lot of these kids, well, make. that's true. That's true. <laughs> but then it's I, not and that we do have to work around that too. It's that right. is absolutely the case. Uh, but like I got a, a call yesterday from a family who has a rising sophomore that is already wanting to get started with test prep because this mom knows her kid needs a really long runway to feel confident and ready to take it. And he probably won't take the test officially until maybe the end of sophomore year or even beginning of junior year. So they're really thinking ahead. But I love it. It makes me really happy when I have that opportunity. So, so this is just making me realize there's sort of three things. There's first, the question is, well, do we need pre test prep? What, mm. what are the signs, right? Mm. What are the indicators? The second mm. is, what makes test prep different for this population? And then, then I think the third is how to find good. So I'm going to yes. add, add a step in there and say, because not every child needs test prep. Yeah, right? Just right. because your kid struggles in school doesn't mean they need to test, they need that extra work to prep. So right. what right. are the things parents should look for to help them make the decision whether to, they should do it in the first place? A lot of it depends on a student's goals. You know, are, what colleges are they looking at? You know, what are their ideas for, for where they want to study in the future or what they want to do and when? You know, a lot of students are taking a gap year and, and those kinds of things. So 
that's part of the decision process. And if, if a student is planning to go the community college route, which is absolutely the right choice for a lot of kids, then, you know, the tests aren't necessary. The community colleges may require some other sort of test for entrance or placement, but the SAT and ACT aren't necessarily going to be required at all. Further, there's going to be some students who feel either maybe not ready to try the SAT or ACT or feel so intimidated by it that they just don't think they can do well or get into a place where they feel confident with the whole thing and are planning to apply to test optional schools. There's a lot of those out there. The list and more and more. Right? Yeah it grows every year. So there's a lot of options in that direction. Although with those families, I always want to say, if you take the test, it gives you more choices. And I always, I don't want kids to make the decision without even trying a practice test. You know, it, right. well, a practice test, I would say, although though nowadays, and I was just at a college counseling event last night for my son's school, because yeah. I have a son who's a junior going through this process. Fabulous. Um, you know, there are more and more schools that are, that are, even really higher end schools that are going test optional. And oh, yeah. kids yeah. With, with LD and ADHD who really struggle with testing, that may be a good choice. Not yeah. all kids with ADD and LD struggle with testing. Right? Oh, true. Some yes. kids actually test really well. So their grades may not be good, but the test may be the opportunity for them to shine. Correct. Yes, absolutely. And I see lots of kids like that, and particularly if you've had a maybe a later diagnosis. You didn't get a diagnosis until, you know, maybe freshman year or sophomore year or something like that. And getting the diagnosis, getting some interventions happening so that school gets easier, grades maybe improve. Um, testing is definitely something that can show how far you've come, which can help help offset maybe some not so great grades that were happening. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so, it's, so there's yes, some good reasons positive. For, for getting testing, either because you might test pretty well and it's a chance to really shine, or because you may, as you mentioned earlier, you may have some anxiety around it. And so test prep may help relieve the stress Absolutely. on the student, actually not add more stress. And it, it qualifies you for scholarship money in a lot of cases too. And so getting a really strong test score may qualify you for a lot of merit-based aid, which helps with the cost of college, and that's another reason to do it. Right. Okay. So there's some good reasons to do it. There are also some legitimate reasons not to do it. So this is not for everyone. But if this is something you think you may want to consider for your child, the next question then is, what makes it a good fit? What, what's special about test prep for this audience? So, yes, the needs of a student, an LD or ADHD student going into test prep are different than the general population. And that's obvious. <laughs> These kids, they learn differently. Their brains work differently. Uh, the way the content may need to be delivered is going to be different. And I think what is offered by the majority of test prep companies that, you know, are larger companies and are dealing with large segments of the population. And their courses are really aimed at kind of typical average students, which is a lot of kids out there. But our population is not those kids. And I frequently see students who have gone down the road of, you know, maybe the big box test prep or um, maybe a local company that offers a program through their school where they've gone to the classes and the classes are very structured. 
the teacher is teaching specific content, you know, each session, they tend to be long. You know, I used to teach classes. That's how I got started in this business. And the, the sessions were three hours long. And I just think, you know, particularly ADHD students, they are not able to sit there for three hours and and get much out of it. Plus, there's no way to really tailor when you have a classroom full of students, make sure the message is delivered in the right way for a particular student. You'll also add in there that, you know, all kids have strengths and weaknesses, and maybe your student is a math savant and really struggles with verbal doesn't need help with the math but if you're going to a big course you are going to be stuck with having the math prep paying for math prep sessions that you don't necessarily need okay so you sort of identified what makes those programs not good what makes a program designed for these kids besides not being in a group with an you know what makes it better for them what do they need right so i think the one-on-one interaction that is involved with tutoring is a major advantage. And I find that I do spend a lot of time when I'm working with a new student getting to know them, finding out what their interests are, what they perceive their strengths and weaknesses are, and also talking to mom and dad about what they think the strengths and weaknesses are. And in some cases, if I'm really lucky, getting a look at the diagnostic testing also. So I've got a good idea of what makes this kid tick and what their real strengths and weaknesses are. So for example, if I have a kid who really struggles with math and I have learned that This kid hates math so much that they tend to rush through it. They skip steps. They're trying to do a bunch of mental math just because they hate it so much and want to get through it as fast as possible. (laughs) I can do things in session to slow it down, make sure that I see their work. I use an online whiteboard so I can see what my students are writing and, you know, as they're working in real time. And I'm able to say, okay, slow down. I can see what you're doing right here. You know, this is not going to work. And and really couch those things in terms of this is what it's going to look like on the test too. So if you do this, this, and this, or don't do this, this, and this on the test, you're really going to struggle. So one thing I've heard really clearly is the personalized one-to-one makes a big difference. But what I'm hearing is different is not just that it's one-to-one, but that you're able to, to, to really look at the process, to understand the, the tendencies that that child may have to race through mm-hmm. or be distracted or whatever. And by understanding right. that, you can look at the process they're using and break it down for them so that they can see what those pieces are. And is that not sure. something that and any you- typical test prep person would do? Certainly you have really skilled professional tutors who are good at that and are able to look at an individual kid and kind of get a good feel for how this individual student works and what they need and don't need uh, without maybe necessarily having the background in psychology or special education, which is what all of our tutors have. So, I mean, very talented tutors can figure that out. But we add the education element of it too, where we know what those diagnoses mean, you know, what that diagnosis actually looks like in terms of a kid's work habits, their study habits, their tendency to have other issues like anxiety or things like that too. 
Okay. So believe it or not, we only have a few minutes left. Um, I want to make sure to give people information about how to find you. How can they find out more information? I know you've got information on your site with resources and links to some other resources for them, some articles that you've written. How can they find out more about you? Sure. Our website is launchpadeducation.com. And so that's just all one word. And it's launchpad and education spelled exactly as the way you would think that it would be. Okay. Uh, so there it's launchpadeducation.com. There are information there. There's, there's resources to, to other information. So check that out. I, we have a couple minutes left. Mm-hmm. I want to come back and sort of close this up with, um, we've talked about like whether or not to test prep and what makes test prep for this audience a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. So how do parents find that? Like if, what are they looking yeah, for? Yeah, ask good questions. And what might some of those <laughs> questions Yes. So I think the tendency is to just kind of get a name from someone who's like, oh, this person was really great with my my kid. You know, they'll be really great with your kid. Uh, That's not necessarily true. Um, So number one is definitely specifically ask how much experience you have working with students who learn differently. They may have gotten that experience through years of tutoring or also, you know, maybe they're former teachers that have had that kind of experience in the classroom. So just definitely ask. And if your child has a specific diagnosis, ask about what they know about that specific diagnosis and their answer will tell you how much they know, you know, if if you feel like they are, are well qualified or not. Another thing that I personally think is really important is that you want a tutor or tutoring company who uses official SAT or ACT tests for practice. Okay. So third-party books, say like those written by the Princeton Review or, you know, any of the other big companies, those aren't real tests. They are not standardized in the same way. And I can tell a difference and my students can tell a difference. And those third-party books tend to be really confusing. And I think that creates a big issue for students where if they get confused, they get intimidated, they want to give up and not hang in there with it. So having the real tests eliminates a lot of those problems because the bad questions get eliminated as part of the standardization process. Okay. So ask good questions. Don't just trust a referral because Susie down the street gave it to you, but make sure that that you're looking for someone who has specific experience with your child's specific diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Ask how they would proceed with that, you know, based on that diagnosis Mm -hmm. and make sure they use official SAT or ACT tests for practice. Yes. Yes. Those are big things. Awesome. I think I might also add on there, make sure the person has some flexibility as far as scheduling goes. If you need to be in a really rigid schedule and, you know, you know your kids, they often are not going to deal well with a really rigid schedule. So being able to move things around week to week when school is maybe piling up or other commitments are piling up, you need someone who can work with you. Right. We call it flexible structure. Yes. That's the term we use. And I think that's a really good point. I love that. Exactly right. (laughs) So as we begin to wrap this up, what's your, as we close this out, you know, and I know this is what you do professionally every day. And the message here is for parents all over the world, some of whom may talk to you and some you may never, you know, have any interaction with. What's the takeaway you want for parents to take away from this conversation? I don't want parents to assume that their kids can't do it without trying. Say more. Um, 
quickly. I, I hear, <laughs> yes, I hear so much from families that, you know, are you sure, or do kids like my kid go to college, and do you really think that they can handle this? And the vast majority of them can. They may need the right supports, they may need more than the average kid, but they can do it. Okay. So what you mean by they can do it is not they can take the test, but, but believe in the potential and the possibility for what these kids are capable of. Awesome. Yes. I love yes. that. That's a brilliant, Absolutely. Absolutely wonderful takeaway. Don't away. sell them short. Thank you. I love <laughs> so Jen, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it so much. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And I love talking about what I do. Awesome. So our guest has been Jen Cohen. She's the CEO and lead tutor at Launchpad Education. You can find her at launchpadeducation.com. And of course, you can find all kinds of resources for complex kids with LD and ADHD and anxiety and all these other wonderful complex issues we've been touching on today at impactadhd.com, your online resource for parenting complex kids. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next time. Take care, everyone. You've been listening to the Parenting with Impact podcast with Elaine and Diane. For more information on the Impact Parents community or to join Sanity School for Parents, please visit impactparents.com. If you like what you've heard, please share this podcast with friends who need similar guidance and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.